0: your wait is over the medicare for the lazy man podcast is about to start the medicare podcast that won't make you feel stupid and now fresh from his morning nap medicare expert doug jones Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Medicare for the Lazy Man podcast. I am so happy that you've joined us today. I'm here to help you feel really, really comfortable about that crossover from regular health insurance to Medicare that some of you might be facing. I know that's a tension-producing Uh, angst-producing, teeth-grinding time of your life for some people, but what I specialize in is helping people feel comfortable that this problem can be solved without a whole lot of trouble, and that people will come out on the other side smelling like roses. Believe me, it is a, a problem that can be solved, and one can, after having solved that problem, maybe with my help, one will find that the Solution is actually uh, an improvement in one's cash flow and one's health insurance protection, because those nasty medical bills tend to become more frequent and nastier as we get older. So the whole idea of Medicare is to take the sting and the risk out of uh, possible encounters with uh, doctors and hospitals that are going to send incredibly large bills to you and then send collectors after you in order to collect on those bills so what we want to do is make sure that you never expose yourself to the risk of medical charges that are not going to be paid by somebody else i know it sounds like uh, the uh lifestyle of a deadbeat to have somebody else paying your bills but in the case of insurance The overriding factor, the definition of insurance is paying a small amount now in order to avoid the payment of a much larger amount at an undetermined time in the future. So what we're doing here is we're talking about insurance, health insurance, and we're asking that you, as a responsible citizen, pay a small amount frequently in order to avoid the pain of a large, unpredictable amount. At some point in the future and as the godfather said that point may never come but if it does if you're properly prepared it will not be a problem for you and i also like to uh, drag into the equation my friend and podcast engineer randy carson who is uh, enjoying this beautiful warm sunny arizona morning just as i am randy how are things for you where are you at? Well, I'm up the hill from you. I'm just a couple of miles away. Isn't it so, it's, s- it, so it's warm and
1: sunny up where you're at?
0: Well, I kept my eyes closed, and it's,
1: uh, oh, it's all in my head, Randy. You're trying to portray the appropriate Arizona uh, view. Well, that's uh, the
0: way it, it normally is, and that's the way God intended it. I don't know yeah. what happened today to cause it to be against yeah. God's will, but right now it's yeah. bad
1: it's 50 freaking degrees people i know it sounds like i'm whining and i am i'm whining
0: well i sat down at this desk and it was in the 40s so uh 50 degrees actually sounds better than what i was thinking it was
1: yeah i I get out again my my pups need to go out in the middle of the night and uh, i get out there and if it's under 50 you know bouncing on 40 i'm going This feels just like I'm going to have a blizzard back in Nebraska.
0: Oh, boy, I'll tell you, I still have nightmares about when my friend Roy bought his house, not too far from you. And, you know, Roy, because he's been a guest on this podcast, talking about his shoulder surgery. He'll come back to tell us how his recovery has been working out. But um, he lived in New York. He bought the house here planning to move, went back to New York to pack up. And and uh, so for several months, he wasn't here. And he watched the weather carefully. And this was in March. He was asking me to go over and drape towels on his exterior plumbing where the water comes out of the ground and goes into the house. And there were, uh, uh, you know, uh, hose bibs and things that could have frozen and burst. And so all it took, you know, it, it never really got below freezing that much but it was enough that it was risky that uh, the hose bibs or the pipes that were exposed could have split and water would come gushing out in huge copious amounts so i had to go over there in march when arizona's supposed to be sunny warm and heading towards that hot summer heat everybody complains about so frankly i know that that cold weather can you know hit us anytime.
1: Well, you, you obviously know I'm from Nebraska. I do know that. And you haven't lived a full life until you've been woken up at 2 o'clock in the morning and go, what is that water running sound? And then you go outside and you look and, well, no, not outside. Let me back up here. Okay. It's in your basement where the where the one of the spigots, you know, pierces the wall and and goes outside. Yeah. And for some. And did you know, for those of you in the cold weather, if you don't know this, don't leave a hose on any sort of a spigot outside. Right.
0: Right. Because that is the water in the hose is going to freeze and wreck the spigot.
1: Yeah, because it can't you know, the spigots back there are invented to drain back. Sure. And it's when the hose is there. It don't work that way.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. That's that defeats the purpose of that anti-freeze yes. spigot. So here I am up at two in the
1: morning, trundling downstairs, and I I feel with my feet splash splash splash, splash splash. Oh boy. Oh, this is not a good thing. I think Uh I'll just go back to bed now and pretend this was a bad dream.
0: Yeah, yeah, I understand that. That would be a a nightmare to carry with you the rest of your life. Hey, listen, on today's checklist, I have a notation that I wanted to ask you about. I made this notation the last time we recorded, and it says, Randy's screwdriver story. Yes. Okay.
1: (laughs) I can tell by the...
0: now, if I could just remember what that was. Sorry. Right. Well, let's set that aside, and I'll just start plowing through my pile of stuff here. And if you, if it comes to you, and it, it, it will probably two me.
1: o'clock, probably two o'clock the morning. But I'll, it'll come.
0: I'll put it on next week's uh, recording sheet, and we'll uh, think about it then. That'll give absolutely. You, that'll give you plenty of time. You know, a little something different here. I started this podcast with Randy's help almost four years ago. Let's see, twenty twenty so 3 years ago and um i thought i had big big dreams we're this is going to be a broadcasting empire and randy and i are going to sit on top of a huge pile of revenue that's that's um coming in uh you know by the wheelbarrows full and <laughs> it hasn't exactly worked out like that we've got a, a nice uh, listenership of um, dedicated uh, fans. Many of them are uh, clients of mine and there are people that know us, but it hasn't spread out into the uh, 1 million mark yet. I keep hoping for that. But anyway, I subscribe to a newsletter put out by a company that specializes. There are so many podcasts out there. This uh, company specializes in putting podcast guests together with podcasters. And uh, now remember that I've got a specialized niche. I have a target market. That's probably smaller than the average podcaster is hoping for. Uh, I have, I'm speaking directly to people who are interested in Medicare and nobody else is really going to be uh, interested whatsoever in my podcast. And even a lot of people that are interested in Medicare are probably not podcast listeners. But so I get this, um, this circular um, letter every week and it lists people who are making themselves available as podcast guests and it lists people who have podcasts that are hoping to find guests. And it's, uh, it purports to match up the two types of people. And I just thought you might be interested. If you ever think about starting a podcast, I'll tell you who this, uh, this uh, letter comes from. And you can figure out for yourself whether or not the people out there in the podcasting world are really going to be worthwhile. So here are the people that are currently signed up with this news organization, this newsletter, uh, in order to um, appeal to podcasters. These people want to be guests. So we have a woman who is an author, a survivor, and an advocate exploring the intersection between unresolved trauma and physical and mental health. That's all I know about her. Okay, Uh, that doesn't sound like the kind of guest that I'm going to (laughs) be delighted to share with my audience. I mean, that sounds a little depressing. Uh, Here's another woman, Destiny West, founder and CEO of the Drake Institute of Women's Policy, a national think tank in Washington, D.C. She's a senior federal appointee, U.S. federal government, it says here. Now, remember, these people can say anything they want to, but is it really likely that a senior federal appointee is going to be flogging herself as a um, podcast guest to people like me i kind of doubt it here's a guy named joe tech professionals with equity compensation have unique financial considerations they can benefit by working with me a financial expert so he's a guy who's just like me he wants some clients that will uh, allow him to uh, earn the commission income i'm guessing Here's a woman named Sophia, Sophia international speaker, music artist, author, and chef. (laughs) She's multifaceted. Uh, She's an expert on domestic violence. Oh, cool. And overcoming the odds, the odds against what? I don't know. Here's a guy named Chris, a well-known 30 year successful e-commerce veteran, business owner, author, convention speaker, radio show host, educator, mentor, and much, much more. Uh, good luck to you, Chris. Here is Jennifer. She's an author of Cold Hearts, Warm Bodies, The Secrets Inside Assisted Living. She's a senior living executive and a dementia practitioner and health, a deaf doula now, I think a doula is like a nursing ass- assistant for uh, an at-home birth. I'm guessing that's what a doula is. So she's a death doula and uh, a dementia practitioner. I'm not really sure I'd want her to be hanging around Randy and me because we don't want to die. Um, here's a guy named Gary. Leadership development, overcoming chaos, data-driven leadership, integrating faith and business Strategy, execution. These people should probably learn how to write a little blurb about themselves. It's more attractive, or at least makes more sense. Uh, Here's Yvonne, a cognitive behavioral life coach and author of The Invisible Girl, a memoir. So if you want some reading today and uh, you you can't find a podcast that Yvonne is a guest on, go out and buy The Invisible Girl. A memoir, Mahdi. Mahdi reminds me of the uh, the main character in the um, the movie called "Khartoum," which is about the Brits in uh, let's see what's that country south of Egypt, um, Khartoum. Oh, boy, it's in Africa along the Nile River. Anyway, it was a great movie that came out, I think, in the 60s, and it was about the siege of Khartoum, uh, performed by an Arab character known as the Mahdi. And one of his uh, big identifying features, one way that people knew that he was the Mahdi was because he had a space between his teeth. And uh, that's, he said, that. You must know that I'm the Makdi because I've got the space between my teeth. So that's a kind of a funny line if you ever go uh, watch that uh, movie, Khartoum. Anyway, uh, this Makdi guy is a proud, baseball-obsessed Kuwaiti father that sticks up for the average Joe. Thank God for that. One of the best stories you will ever hear. Can't give us a hint about that story, I guess, huh? So we have Lorna. She's a writer, a speaker, mama to young children, can discuss overcoming adversity, joining AmeriCorps, writing and motherhood, as well as neurodiversity, I don't know what that is, and ACEs. That's capital A, capital C, capital E, S, ACEs. Grant is um, an OFP that's got a little um, registered trademark on it. Oh, oh, he's a CFP, Certified Financial Planner. I'm sorry. He's a blogger and a podcaster, helping small business owners grow wealthy, pay less in tax, and live their best life. Boy, that's a, that's a living your best life. That's kind of a Gen Z buzzword, I think. I, it doesn't appeal to me, living your best life. Anyway, Jason, story-driven public speaker with a background in healthcare. And community-based solutions. Don't know what that means either. Seems like these people ought to be a little more clear about their their uh, areas of expertise. Lynn is a best-selling author on the hot topic of intuition. Is that really a hot topic? She is passionate about helping your audience discover the power of their own inner GPS. Now, I don't know about you, ladies and gentlemen, but I don't know that I have an inner GPS. If I do, it's the thing that stops me from getting lost when I go to the store or when I go down to Scottsdale to a restaurant. Eric is a media literacy leadership and social media and news story information bias expert. Okay, well, we know there's bias out there. Media literacy leadership and social media and So, you know, you put a comma here and there, and it makes it read a little bit better, Eric. Um, Rich is the author of You Are Doing It Wrong. Stop Managing and Start Leading. He's a podcast host, a speaker, a leadership coach, and an ops guru. I guess operations, ops for operations. Okay, so those are the people that are out there hoping to be hired or, or invited as guests on people's podcasts. There's no payment for these things. They just, uh, they're hoping to spread their, their, uh, fame, I guess. Now, what are the podcasts that are being, they're asking for guests. These podcasts are asking actively for guests from this same organization. The one tip, the one big tip podcast is run by a guy named Jeff and his topic is interviewing entrepreneurs, for their one big tip. Now, you can't have two big tips. I don't know if they'll even accept you as a guest on this guy's podcast if you have more than one big tip, but they want one big tip. Guest qualifications, experienced in business, and looking to share, not pitch, their one big tip on how they became successful. There's another podcast, Consciously Clueless. This is, (laughs) I'll tell you right now, conscious living is the topic, plant-based eating and wellness sustainability, consciously clueless. The guest qualification should be someone who can share about their journey on sustainable living and veganism. That's uh, sustainable is a buzzword that I'm not uh, particularly happy with. Uh, I don't think that's going to be on the list of people that I would invite to join my podcast to to guest on my podcast. Here's um, a podcasting called winning or called Winning on Main Street: Small Business Tips and Techniques to Succeed. Guest qualifications, any information at all that will assist small business owners in being more successful. At least this podcast is pragmatic. Um, Here's another podcast called Loving Beyond the I Do. They're looking for guests that can talk about marriage and relationship. The qualification should be someone that can speak to overcoming obstacles in marriage. The topic on the next one is brain and body optimization for peak performance. The podcast name is Mindsep. M-I-N-D-C-E-P. Guest qualifications. Here's who they want for this podcast. Guests that are excellent at finding ways to improve their mental and physical performance in their training, career, business, relationships, etc. That etc. is always a catch-all. Why not just list everything instead of throwing in etc. Topics could include mindfulness. What does mindfulness mean? I don't really know. Athletes. Business, psychology, weightlifting, millennial professionals, millennials, and generation Y. This guy did not do very well at writing out his uh, description of what the guests on his podcast should excel at. Um, I'm telling you right now, there is a way to improve these things. If you just do a little proofreading, ladies and gentlemen, you'll see your mistakes, you'll see the stupidity that you've written, and you can fix all that stuff. Now, here's a jolly-looking chubby guy who is the baseball lifer. That's the name of his podcast. Um, His topic is baseball, whether it's college, minor league, (laughs) college, minor league, or major league. I am particularly for the game's great tradition, but today's game and its future are also welcome. I am particularly for, eh, poor wording, guest qualifications. I'm hoping to talk with guests who have played, written about, or broadcast baseball on the college or pro level. And that reminds me, I had reason to look up an old neighbor of ours when we were in college who was a uh, pitcher for the Mets. And, (laughs) by golly he has a book out there so i just ordered the book maybe i'll talk more about this guy um he was a uh, pro for about three years and then he hurt his shoulder and when i met him he and his wife and small child were uh in tucson in order to uh enjoy the weather and uh find a new career for him, which turned out to be real estate. But I guess he didn't pursue that forever because according to the book, he went into coaching afterwards. Uh, so Christianity is a topic for another podcast. The this name of this podcast is the flawed cast, as opposed to the podcast, the flawed cast uh, guest qualifications. Anyone interested and excited about talking about God, the Bible And the Christian journey would be an excellent guest. Here's a podcast called The B Side Podcast Show. The B Side. It's T H A, capital B, S Y D E, The B Side Podcast Show. Its topic is culture and entertainment, guest qualifications, someone with, uh, someone from, with, the entertainment field from music to media. And uh, there's no dash in there. There's no, uh, there's no uh, hash mark or anything. It's someone from with. People, you should proofread the things you write because they're not going to make any sense the first time around. I have to proofread everything I do about 10 times. Here's a podcast called Cancel This. This might be the first one I'd be interested in. News politics and society cancel culture uh, are the topics for this show. Guest qualifications, politics, any news or society issues, and people who have been canceled for whatever reason. I wonder how many people uh, that get canceled are really going to be interested in showing up on this person's podcast. Here's the last one on this newsletter, podcast title is Barnyard Language. The topic is parenting and agriculture. Those two things have a lot in common. I mean, they're really inseparable in many, in many uh, situations, I guess. The guest qualifications they're looking for are parenting experts and people with a background in agriculture. So, frankly, I read this thing every week, and Randy, I'm thinking I might be wasting my time because I'm not finding anybody Related to uh, Medicare, that ever shows up in that newsletter, either on the uh, side of having a podcast or on the side of wanting to be a guest on a Medicare podcast. So,
1: I, well, I was actually interested in barnyard parenting, but you know, <laughs> uh,
0: how did they get those two things in the same uh, podcast? I,
1: I have no idea, no idea whatsoever.
0: Well, that was, I can't, I can't stop now. That was a a kind of a waste of time. It took longer than I thought it was going to. Uh, I just wanted to show people the frustration of having a podcast, looking for a guest or even hoping to be a guest on somebody else's podcast. The pickings are pretty slim out there, ladies and gentlemen. So I got a short thing here. Uh, Two short things. One thing is New York finally lets its COVID-19 healthcare mask mandate for hospitals and doctors expire. So, you know, kudos to you, New York, you Nazis. All all the medical people in New York have been forced to wear masks all this time, and now they don't have to anymore. So good for you for finally seeing the light of day. And the other thing is I should have mentioned this a long time ago. Back in November, Steve, our friend in Texas, wrote me about Baylor University. I I was having trouble with a medical facility in his area of Texas, and he called or wrote to correct me about the name of this place, which is Baylor Scott and White. Sounds like a hardware store. I don't know where the last two came from, Scott and White. Uh, That is the hospital that I love to hate. Actually, there are a bunch of hospitals with that name. Baylor is a medical school in Texas. I knew that. To the people in Texas, but not to me, Baylor and SMU, Southern Methodist University, are equivalent to places like Harvard and Duke. I got my MBA from Duke, so I, uh, so don't give me any junk. <laughs> uh, so Steve goes on to say, I could tell several stories about Baylor, but Dr. Death used to practice there. And instead of reporting him and getting his license pulled, they sent him off to another hospital. Everyone he operated on, either he either killed or made worse. It was a great podcast, and you can read about it here. And he gives me a, a URL uh, about Christopher Dunch, D-U-N-T-S-C-H. And then here's another URL he gives me on Dr. Death True Story now serving life in prison. So this might be something that uh, you Medicare aficionados out there want to look up, Dr. Death in Texas. And uh, Steve goes on to say, I heard an MA member, Medicare Advantage member, say this, delay, deny until they die. I also heard that several articles used your expression, and I'm going to give Randy credit for this, of Medicare Disadvantage. And then he gave me a few URLs that use that terminology. You can easily find more by searching. Apparently, the term Medicare disadvantage is uh, widely spread out there because most people understand the disadvantages of Medicare advantage plans.
1: They all got it for for me, Doug.
0: They sure did. You're the one that came up with it, by golly. So kudos to you. Okay, now I'm finished for today. Let's get out of here. Let's let everybody go and do whatever they do
1: they've all been very good today we didn't have to kick anybody out we didn't have to shush anybody we didn't have to do any of that so we're going to call this a good day and we but first of all we're going to thank everybody because we always enjoy having you with us you could have been a number of different places doing a number of different things but you weren't you were here spending a few minutes with us at the medicare for the lazy man podcast We've talked about all the other stuff, but I'm going to talk about something that's critically important to me, and that's go find some place to give the book and the podcast five stars, because we would be very much appreciative of that and thankful to you for that. And ultimately, we have just spent about 32 and a half minutes with Doug Jones, the anti-insurance insurance guy, originally from Oklahoma City. No more. He's camped out up in the high mountains behind Cave Creek, the fine, fine city of Cave Creek, Arizona, in his fortress
0: of solitude. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks for joining us.